As always, I, uh, I want to apologize for uh, this not really being a nightly devotion and more like a sporadic devotion. But for some reason, my phone does not work unless I have this device hooked up. And it is very challenging for me to sometimes be where it is at. And so I want to apologize uh, for that. Um, if you remember where we were at last week before things fell apart, uh, Esther was used by God to save the Jews. And not only that, she was used to elevate and honor her uncle <clears throat> and the Jewish people. And as we finished up chapter 8, we see the Jewish people celebrating their deliverance. But chapter 9 and to the end of the book, we see not only does God deliver them, God defeats their enemies. You see, sometimes we believe that God just gets us out of one fire from another fire. And we think about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and one of my favorite old songs, <coughs> excuse me, is the fourth man in the fire. And, uh, and it's a, I love that song, and it's just about the simple fact that the king looked in and says, didn't we f throw three men into the fire? Why do I see four men unbound, unharmed, and walking all around? And so many times as Christians, we get in the mindset that God just wants to deliver us, but God also wants us not just to squeak by, by the claws or the fingertips of holding on. God wants us to experience deliverance but also victory, victory over our enemies, victory over the giants in our life, victory over the things, whether they are emotional or financial or spiritual that are weighing us down. And so after chapter eight, when Esther has been used by God to deliver the people of God, something happens in chapter nine. And it says this, now in the twelfth month, that is the month of Adar, on the thirteenth day, the time came for the king's command and his decree to be executed. On the day that the enemies of the Jews had hoped to overpower them, the opposite occurred. Don't miss this. In that the Jews themselves overpowered those who hated them. So up comes the day where the children of God are supposed to be wiped off the face of the map. They're supposed to be wiped off the face of the earth. They're supposed to be destroyed and ruined. But something happens. God not only delivered them, he gave them victory over their enemies. These people who had joined together to militarily slaughter the Jewish people, the Jewish people were waiting and they got 
the first punch in. They ended up destroying those people who were going to kill them. Now you say, well, Jake, how is this even possible? How the Bible says thou shalt not kill. Well, the Bible actually tells us that we should not murder. And there are times when self-defense is a biblical concept. There are times as a nation that you are to defend yourself. And I believe that when Satan inspires the, the eradication of a group of people, that God's people should be willing to stand up. That's why I hear sometimes people say, well, Christians should never go to war. We should always be pacifist. Well, if that's the case, we should have stood by and watched the children of God, the Jewish people, slaughter during the Holocaust. You say, well, no, I don't agree with that. That's exactly what was going on here. It was the original Holocaust. And God's people said, it's not going to happen. They rose up and they fought after God had given them the victory. You see, this is important. The children of Israel could not have defeated all of the armies of Esther's husband. God had to give him the ability to tell them to stand down. But what they could do was defend themselves against that small group of people who hated them. And friends, you need to remember this tonight. When God is on your side, the odds are always in your favor. When there is an enemy as powerful as the king of the most powerful nation on the earth who is against you, but yet God is on your side, you have the odds in your favor. But most of us don't believe that way tonight, if we're honest. That financial problem in front of us, it's too big. That spiritual problem in front of us is too big. That relationship problem is just too big. But what you and I need to remember is the odd that is in front of us is not greater than the God that is with us. It's no accident right now we're teaching through 1 Samuel on Sunday mornings looking at David and Goliath, this young man against a towering giant. It's no accident that Elijah went up against the hundreds of prophets of Baal, but yet one. It is no accident that throughout all of the scriptures, regardless of the physical size, regardless of the physical strength, regardless of the worldly odds, when God fights for his people, God's people are victorious. You say, well, Jake, how many times does it see in my own life that I'm defeated, that I'm discouraged, that I am beat back? Friends, you might be going through a tough battle, but you've not yet been defeated. You say, Jake, I've been praying for that prodigal in my family and they've not came back yet. You're in the battle, but that doesn't mean you've been defeated. You say, I'm praying for my lost neighbor, my lost friends, my lost spouse, and I, I feel like I've been defeated. If there is still breath in their lungs, God can win the victory. And so tonight, as we read verses 1 and 2, when those enemies of God's people 
came to destroy them. God turned the table. And friends, today, be faithful. Trust God because God might be getting ready to turn the tables for you. From that situation that seems hopeless to hope. That situation that seems discouraging to an encouraging. That situation of loss and pain that God shows you hope and restoration. And so tonight, don't just live to get out of the fire. Live in the belief that God can do exceedingly great things in the hardest moments of our life. And so as always, I want to thank you for watching. I want to sorry, apologize for dropping the phone. And uh, as always, I pray and try to do these. And life just seems to be at a crazy point. I hope, though, that now that our sporting events are over and things like that, that I will be able to do these nightly devotions on a consistent and faithful basis, which I believe they should be done. I will be going to church camp next week, so finding um, internet will be a challenge. Um, and it might not be possible, but if it is possible, uh, we'll have our devotions again next week. And so uh, I look forward, if the Lord is willing, uh, to seeing you tomorrow night. And may God richly bless you.